Good afternoon, True Believers and Excelsior. It is Monday, November 12, 2018, and this is Walt here. And this quick slice, unfortunately, is going to be a sad one, as various news organizations are reporting the passing of Marvel legend, world legend, Stan Lee. So about three hours ago from this recording, um, we started getting the first reports that Stan Lee had passed away at 95. Um, the way I found out about it is that my son, you know, he texted me and he was like, oh my gosh, you know, Stan Lee is dead. And he sent me an article. Um, and ever since then, there's been, you know, a steady stream of articles. Um, there's been tweets, Instagram posts from celebrities and non-celebrities, people like me, as a matter of fact, you know, just putting the news out there and sharing their stories and, you know, just the basic sense that we've lost someone, you know, really, really special. Stan Lee, with his work, has has really affected a lot of people in various different ways. I mean, you know, um, just in terms of people who create, you know, just seeing him and the level of imagination and creativity that he 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 and Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko, you know, those were the three pillars of Marvel that really started this whole thing. I mean, there were comic books before then, but Stan Lee, with his writing and his stories, he really just pushed the comic book industry to a different level. I mean, and, and you look at the just the iconic figures that came out of his mind, along with his collaboration with, again, Kirby and Ditko, um, Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, Doctor Strange, the Hulk. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And the thing about it is that these characters are just more than just, you know, characters in a, in a book. I mean, the type of stories that he told was just, you know, inspirational and, you know, Fantastic Four, it dealt with family. Uh, Spider-Man was about a teenage boy and his struggles growing up, bullies and girls and school and things of that nature. Um, you had the X-Men who dealt with, you know, the Holocaust, themes of the Holocaust and racial inequality. You know, there was something that, even if you weren't a, a super-duper comic book fan, you can pick up a comic book that Stan Lee had written and, you know, you can relate to his his work. I mean, the stuff that he put out there, yeah, it was about superheroes, but these were about people first, you know. It's, it's kind of weird to say, but sometimes with Stan Lee, the alter ego, the person that, the Peter Parkers, the Reed Richards, you know, the Magnetos, um, Eric Lushner's, you know, Professor Xavier, you know, they were actually more interesting than the hero itself. And that's a credit to Stan Lee, how he personalized these, these characters and how he, he made them relatable to the reader. Just to give my own personal account of how comic books affected me, um, I, I, I still remember when I was a kid, um, 
my my parents my mom used to go down to the the pharmacy down on queens boulevard and back then comic books they were on the circular rack and you would just twirl them around and just look and see what comic book came out that week i grew up being a fan of spider-man and the hulk um the Hulk being my all-time favorite, but I, I still remember sitting there and reading the crossovers where Spider-Man fought the Hulk and just being fascinated at these stories. Um, there were times that I'd be home sitting, you know, lying down on the floor doing my homework, and underneath my notebook was a comic book. And so every time my parents would walk by, the homework book would come out. And as soon as they were gone, I'd get back to starting to keep on reading my comic book and you know I grew up with love of art you know I drew whenever I could and guess what the things that I drew were Spider-Man were the Hulk were Iron Man were War Machine you know these were things that were a big part of my childhood growing up and so for that I have to thank Stan Lee as a parent, I try to instill my love of reading to my kids. And for me, the best way to show them that love of reading was to start them out with comic books. Uh, my oldest son, he became a big fan of the DC universe in terms of comic books. My younger one, he started reading comic books at a young age, and now he's into manga. But you know what? because of comic book they started reading because of that they they've grown to show a love of reading and that's another way that comic books and stanley have influenced my family personally and just as a family itself we all bond over superheroes every time a marvel movie comes out we're the first ones there to go out and watch it again thanks to stanley who made this all possible with his creativity, with his imagination, with his writing. So I think I'm, I'm rambling here a little bit because I, I really don't have any words to put to this. You know, this is, listen, he was 95. You kind of knew that this was coming, but just actually hearing it and seeing it, um, it's, a, it's a little bit tough. So, you know, um, I'm going to end this quick slice just with this. Actually, it's going to be two things. Um, I'd be remiss if, you know, I didn't mention this because I saw this today um, as one of the articles that came through. This was on BuzzFeed, and they were, it's basically the, the name of the article is, if you remember Stanley for anything, let it be this quote. And this quote came out of a column that he did on the regular way back when called Stan's Soapbox. And this particular one was from 1968. And so I'm going to read it real quick. Stanley wrote, Let's lay it right on the line. Bigotry and racism are among the deadliest social ills plaguing the world today. But unlike a team of costume supervillains, they can't be halted with a punch in the snoot or a zap from a ray gun. The only way to destroy them is to expose them, to reveal them for the insidious evils they really are. The bigot is an unreasoning hater, one who hates blindly, fanatically, indiscriminately, if his hang-up is black men, he hates all black men. If a redhead once offended him, he hates all redheads. If some foreigner beat him to a job, he's down on all foreigners. He hates people he's never seen, people he's never known, with equal intensity and with equal venom. Now, 
We're not trying to say that it's unreasonable for one human being to bug another, but although anyone has the right to dislike another individual, it's totally irrational, patently insane to condemn an entire race, to despise an entire nation, to vilify an entire religion. Sooner or later, we must learn to judge each other on our own merits. Sooner or later, if man is ever to be worthy of his destiny, we must fill out our hearts with tolerance. For then, and only then, will we be truly worthy of the concept that man was created in the image of God, a God who calls us all his children. Now, if that doesn't say what Stan Lee was about, then I don't know what does. I mean, just in his writing, he he always wrote a, out against injustice, against you know, like like the like what he wrote there, the evils of the world. You know, like I said before, you had um, the X Men is just an allegory for the civil rights movement. I mean, you know, it goes on and on the list. I'm not going to get into that now because it's just way too much to put on here, but. It's kind of chilling and kind of ironic that something that he wrote back in 1968 is still relevant today. Um, and maybe that's an indictment of our society as a whole. But all I know is that Stan Lee tried to do his best to help people by his work. You know, it, it transported us into the ideal world that we all aspire to you know we all are trying to be that superhero that he wrote about and that Kirby and Ditko drew about and so I'm gonna leave you with this can you imagine a world where Stan Lee never existed where the characters that he created the stories that he told the worlds in which these characters inhabited it never happened me personally I can't and even if that world did exist I probably wouldn't want to live in it so for everything that you've done for everything that you've stood for for everything that you've created Stan Lee I thank you rest in peace may you be in a better place and to borrow one of your phrases to end this podcast I will say just one thing Excelsior, my friends.